0: Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. Hey, everybody. What's going on? We on episode 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. So I hope everybody has been staying safe and staying entertained in these days and uh, find something productive to keep you going during these times. Because let me tell you, man, I hope this this time that we're forced to be at home, if you could find a good productive hobby... Boy, let me tell you, because that'll serve you well after the, after the Rony passes. Man,
1: it's not about could, it's about should. This is, this is the time to be productive, you know what I mean? Like, you, know, you ain't got nothing but time and opportunity, you know what I'm saying?
0: All of that busy shit that in life that keeps you away from that personal self-development that you need to be going through hey no reason to run from it now yep. you don't have to have any fomo because you know ain't nobody doing shit you ain't missing out on nothing nah not at all <laughs> you shit to miss out on yeah man it's funny this is my uh, productive hobby <laughs> so you know thank you for joining us um yeah man uh i've been watching some interesting stuff uh on the netflix um, nice, of course, I've nice. been trying to just go through community, but you know that's a that's a staple, man. Everybody <laughs> enjoys that. Dude, that show is hilarious, dude. It it's really does good. hit. Um, I re- and I-, I love what Donald Glover brings to his character. It's fucking hilarious. Um, Troy is fucking funny. Yeah, Troy. Troy is Troy and Abed probably. Having and Abed in the morning, <laughs> they have some of the most interesting and, and and really like nuanced interactions in the show. Yeah, I still
1: do their fucking their rap from episode one, like oh yeah, just, just whatever, you know what
0: I mean? Oh man, yeah, uh, and well, I, don't, I, I don't
1: know uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if Dan Harmon wrote that, but I feel like Childish Gambino brought I that feel to like the table. Like that's a Donald Glover. Like, come on, I feel like that's a
1: direct Donald Glover. Yo <laughs>
0: We <laughs> have a TBO around the That was lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that's always fun. So and uh, I caught and I kind of just binge watched uh, a new show, which I, I I really hate the title, but don't let that deter you. It's called hashtag Well, I'm sorry, hashtag blackest black AF. Okay. And um, I hated the title and the first episode when I was watching it. I don't know. I just uh, it's. Re- I'm old, nigga. Like, I, I, like what I look like. I, I feel like I. Back feel in my day, titles it. never had hashtags Hashtag too. black. <laughs> it has a hashtag and a contraction in it. Like, get out of here. Oh, it's oh, funny. But um, no, it's uh, it just feels weird when I say the title. But um, it's, it's I'm sure that for most people, it's it's just fine. But anyway, um, it, the first episode had me like, man, fuck these characters, yo. <laughs> And also, um, yes, I'm not yes. a huge fan of uh, characters who are parodies of real life people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, Curb Your Enthusiasm does it right, it's you know, Larry David playing a fictional Larry David you know what i mean but uh in this show it's kenyan kenya barris playing a fictional kenya barris who the hell's kenya barris he's the one who wrote blackish and mixed-ish and i had a
1: feeling because i was like when you said black af that i was like is that supposed to be like a counter to blackish
0: well the the title is by the same person and and i'll give spoiler alerts but um the the title is ironic okay because this family is absolutely not typical of the black experience um but the, it, it's it's two uh independently successful people kenya barris being one of them and then his fictional wife played by rashida jones and um she's a lawyer and there's six kids and like God they're both they're six kids i know and man rashida jones it's hilarious It'll grow on you. Like, if you can stick through what it, is it'll his, grow. Uh, <clears throat> what does
1: Rashida Jones do as his wife in the um She's
0: show? a lawyer, but three years ago, she just uh, decided to stay home with their last kid because it was a rough pregnancy. The fuck out And she never went back to whatever. work. And so she just does things like she's on Instagram. Uh, how old is and, she supposed to be? In Yo, her late 50s, I believe, or the, mid 50s. What? Yo, no, but Rashida Jones is actually getting up there in age. Yeah, I but she say, don't look like I, she's your I, I age could 50s. be exaggerating. She's probably mid forties to late forties. I'm sorry, I'm just terrible at judging age. And um, <laughs> but it's funny because you know, it each episode, in a comedic fashion, addresses you know very typically black issues through the lens of this now affluent man mm-hmm. um but then they take like little intermissions where they actually talk about the serious underpinnings of and it's just like a like maybe a minute and a half to two minute into like interlude in the middle of the episodes where they kind of speak more seriously because let me tell you that he's fucking he is a character and a half in this show um so i would highly recommend watching it i turned out to like it very much in the end Um I also don't like watching like teenage kids. Like I like definitely not. I I like either watching very young children or older people. That middle like (laughs) 12 to 22 age range. Clowns, all of them. Yo, man, I can't stand (laughs) these niggas. (laughs) <laughs> it's like but you no, just they want to fast to forward To different. when they stop being immature all the time Yes but they um, In this show they actually Become quite endearing Like all six of his kids are Hilarious Okay, All of them even little baby dude <laughs> Oh man but I It it's a it's a really great show and i i I was on the twitters and the the first comments i saw about it was like oh now niggas are going to complain that they have mixed people in a show called black af and i was like (laughs) jesus christ it's like this is where we're starting with this
1: i feel like that's the whole point you know but But
0: but they parodied these a lot of these issues very well and i liked that they did take just a minute or so to really address them seriously outside of the parody of the show, because he is a fucking clown. And like, if you don't put that in there, the fact of the matter is is that a lot of white people will see this. And without that, it would be Mm cooning. Like it would be bad because it's only, it's like family jokes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The African and American community through whatever reason, has made a very tight-knit surrogate family of the overall idea of blackness. And so when people joke about it, it hits very close to home. You know, whether it's talking about you or not, it's a very sensitive subject. And so when doing it around in an audience that you know is going to be comprised majority of people who do not subscribe to the culture. You gotta you gotta do so. You have to show some kind of responsibility. And he doesn't and he wants to be able to 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 be as clownish as he wants when he talks about it. So he takes his due diligence and he takes that little separate moment to comment, like, oh, by the way, a lot of this stuff is very much rooted in a culture that's born of slavery. And so take that into account when we talk about, you know, the absurd nature of why black men love chains. You know what I mean? So like, it's like
1: mm-hmm. when Jerry Springer has his moment of, uh, uh, or his, um, little quiet thought shit at the end of the show where he just like brings a little bit of reality to the yeah. Same
0: show. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I appreciated it. It was really well done. Um, yeah. Hashtag black AF highly recommended. It. Um, it just is, and it was a lot of really funny, nuanced jokes. You know what I mean? Like, well, Kenyon Barris is clearly good at what he does.
1: Hopefully he is a
0: comedy, and he does have a lot under his belt, so... And, yeah, and, and the way that he was able to... And his character is a complete asshole. He's a he's a, he's an asshole. The amount he curses at his children is hilarious, <laughs> in my opinion. It's Because it would be tragic if it was real life. But, um... <laughs> but his ability to... Talk himself in circles and somehow derive at the 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 final destination of character growth is great. It's hilarious. Like it's really well done. Um. So yeah, take some time out if you're on the Netflix and you want to watch something that's entertaining and it's a quick watch. I breezed through it. It didn't How take many very episodes? long. I think
1: ten. No, that's not I bad. I want to say <clears> ten. <throat> an uh, hour or thirty minutes.
0: I think of just over thirty minutes. Okay. An episode. Um. But yeah, and you know, honestly, I like that. Like a lot of shows are like forty three minutes. You yeah. know what I mean? They they're just 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 shoot how long you need to shoot it's for the, the same episode. amount of time. It's yeah, just it, it's that just it's there's no th- commercials. You know what I mean? Cuz like <laughs> if it's on TV it's still
1: 43 minutes.
0: Cuz <laughs> yeah, if you look well it's it, it it varies. Like some episodes were 34 minutes, some episodes were 40 minutes, some episodes. You know what I mean? They they mm-hmm. kind of vary in, in episode length. And yeah, I don't mind. I'm on the internet, yo. If you need 10 more minutes to fully flesh out this idea, please take it. <laughs> I don't mind. I'll sit for the I extra mean, 10 minutes and watch. Yeah. I promise.
1: <laughs> if you're doing stuff on Netflix, you man as well do the creative thing or just do what you need and
0: to say, do you feel me? I, I love it because it That's also shows that. that well i mean i'm sure that they can edit them to make them fit into a time slot if they ever really needed to yeah so it's not a big deal you know what i mean but yeah i so, mean i don't
1: know yeah they could but then they might end up butchering the story though
0: yeah like hopefully they would put it into like a a, a an hour time slot and then Segment it with commercials to fill it out to make it you know what i mean they'd give it a bigger time slot than necessary and then do what they need to do to fill it out (laughs) i'll just
1: watch it on netflix (laughs) yeah
0: well and then that's what that'll do no no that's but that's what that'll do you know what i mean like Yeah. yeah Yeah. No, I feel you, but as
1: you're putting this as you're making the suggestion of like, let's add commercials to it of like Oh uh, no 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 uh, I'm not uh. suggesting
0: that. I'm just saying that if you're gonna I put know, it in that environment, that's what <laughs> you're gonna do. I would I never it. suggest anybody <laughs> use ads. Like I've been, I still haven't even put ads on our episodes yet. Like I don't know. Um but yeah, that it, it's it's a good show. Hopefully they'll show it on other platforms. Um because I know that his other shows have made it on other to, to multiple platforms. So um Yeah, he's
1: doing big things. Blackish
0: mm-hmm. is huge yeah yeah and i heard it i like anthony anderson so i've seen some episodes of blackish like tracy ellis ross yeah, yeah I, you know tracy ellis ross um i'm good you know I, I she's never detracting I i haven't seen her as a main character that i've liked yet but oh, uh, I she's... like her as a personality. I've never oh okay because I don't I follow never follow really her as a personality.
1: seen too much of like I don't know. Watch girlfriends. I've yeah. seen certain seen... episodes of girlfriends, and That's I've never thing. seen Blackish.
0: I, I don't want to hate on her, but I when would be Tracy lying to Ross you if I told you that I knew what she was about. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's pretty. Funny. Is she? She's related to Diana Ross now. She's her daughter. Okay, I was like, I knew there was something about her, man. <laughs> she, she had a certain um, <laughs> ambiance about her when she's on stage that I definitely noticed because I've seen her in. Um, like present to wards and talk more. I haven't seen her perform. Like I, yeah, you know what I mean. If she, she has. I know she's an actress, but I don't really consume that. But yeah. Um, uh, other than that. Um, been listening to some albums nice so nice. have you heard any new music that's come out because there's been a bunch of good stuff
1: i have only heard one song that is a year old that is the only new song that has been added to my <laughs> repertoire to last year. yeah <laughs> um okay like shout out to doja cat juicy is a dope song
0: i yeah. can't believe
1: i just i just stumbled <laughs> on that well like the co- i, I really
0: like the colors performance of that it's so funny because caroline Kendrick loves that song So I, I put it on And he'll watch that shit nigga. He'll My stand man. up in his crib And just boom My man and he stares at that joint So Carolina's like This that is might even the been... worst rendition of the song I hate I, this I song I agree with
1: her I agree with her on that I, I would say that Of all the very Well I've only heard that one mm-hmm. And the one Of her by herself I haven't heard the one with Tyga Because I'm not a Tyga fan But um Oddly enough neither am I Yeah I've never really heard Anything of his That I liked Um but uh uh when I was just on, on YouTube it just I, I think it may have been you guys. I may have heard it out there. Yeah, yeah, we put it on for all it. the time. And I was just like that line about oh if you can see it front the front wait till you see from yeah. the back. And I was like, yo, I fucks with that energy. And I just yeah, typed that, that into Google. Energy. I typed that into Google and I found the name of the song, and that's been my shit ever since. So but other than new music, nah, I haven't heard anything else. What you been
0: Okay, up to? so um I'm just gonna glance on this one only because um um, it, it, it hurts me to, to endorse anything from Canada, much less anything out of Drake's <laughs> What's camp. What's wrong with Canada? <laughs> um, but Division's new album. Okay. Yo. Bruh, you got to hit. Yo, you got to <laughs> touch that album, bruh. It's a because, banger. Bruh, it's, first of all, I think the the first two tracks I heard, and I believe they're the first two tracks on the album. Mm-hmm. are no, no, because I was listening to it on Spotify, so it was on random. But... um. Got Buju and Popcon. Nice. I was like, blood nice, Yeah, Yo, the vibes was wicked. And so that encouraged me to listen to the rest of the album. And the, the album is... It, it's what you want from an R&B album, honestly. like I'm not gonna dick ride on them, but if you just want a solid, good, well-produced, well-featured, well-sung, it just hits all of the boxes. New Division is it. Um but when I will do a little bit deeper of a dive on is the new West side gun joint pray okay. for Paris, bro. First of all, the Griselda collective, <laughs> they're doing, you know, the rap industry is letting these niggas run roughshod over this one type of music because they are the only ones consistently making high quality versions of this type of rap. You know what I mean? There is a yeah. huge underserved niche in, 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 in the, the group of people who listen to, to Griselda Entertainment. And the fact that they are able to support these guys and make them as successful as they are, is a testament to how lacking the industry is right now. Because let me tell you, West Side Gun's album is awesome. Very good album. That's what's up. West Side Gun has a very typical New York grimy hip-hop sound and cadence. His bars aren't technically spit. Like they're not spit in a technical manner. The flows aren't um they're not going to, to, to run your head in circles. They're not gonna right. wow you. <laughs> um the things he's saying are are generally not the but it's his it's his ability to put together that song um to to get his ideas out that is just you could feel it through the music Um, shout out to the production whoever's making those beats for him has has just got the perfect the perfect formula to make sounds for him to rap on (laughs) so shout out to the production and shout out to the features talking about joey badass um freddie gibbs um, just so many quality rappers on there. And the crazy part is, is that they're rapping way better than fucking West Side Gun, but West Side Gun still owns the track. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a, it's just good music and it's, it, it, it it's a testament to how you could feel his swag through his or or just his, his je ne sais quoi through the music that he's that he's that he's spitting, man. For him to be on those tracks with 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 hitters like that and whole and Tyler the Creator. That was the other name. And Tyler the Creator's on there spit. Yo, dude. He <laughs> I really I really hope Tyler Creator's not doing this as a gimmick because I really I'm just trying to be open to the energy he's bringing because he's he's rapping about, you know what I mean? His boyfriend and glitter on his nail. And it's <laughs> cool. Really? Yeah, like <laughs> if you listen funny. to the rhymes, he's rapping some goofy shit, but he's That's spitting funny. it. His cadence, his voice, the, the the words, his diction, pause, is just all there, dude. Nah, Tyler, I really hope this is, I really hope he's being genuine because I'll support, I could get behind it. And, then, and it's that's me coming a very long way to get behind a rapper who's who's openly uh uh, you know putting out his lifestyle like that but yeah the west side gun album fire pray for paris hit that up okay that's pretty good um but yeah that's really a lot of the entertainments and such uh all right let's hit up some gaming news before we go into the other stuff um dude they released a really awesome looking cyberpunk 2077 themed xbox that's going to be coming out with the (laughs) game i'll never buy xbox i don't support microsoft as a company but boy that xbox looks fucking amazing man and that's just general gaming news man i just i felt like it was worth pointing that out is
1: it the same version as the uh the tower the obsidian tower that they have it's just the their new version yes yes Yes, it's just, oh, it just has a design on it this time. No,
0: we, it, it's not just a design on it. Like the actual casing is molded to look like, um, to to be themed uh, around it. it. It actually looks really cool. I, and and I'll give them some credit, man. CD Projekt Red's promotion team is like out of this world. <laughs> Out of this world, man! Because console, custom consoles for 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 things like that.
1: Custom consoles are, are pretty fresh. They're awesome. Oh, okay, yeah, I see that shit. Oh, that looks, that shit looks pretty fresh. Thank you. That shit looks pretty dope.
0: If it, it was you know, an Xbox, bro. It, it
1: reminds me of the um, <clears throat> way back when they made like a, a nerve from a Evangelion like phone, mm. and the design on it was so lit. And that's this kind of what it reminds me of because the. The way how it's, like, technically designed and it
0: looks like a piece of tech. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if that, it looks pretty fast. Yeah. Fresh. And now here's a little piece of, uh, of uh, gaming news on the horizon that I think might uh, titillate you a bit. Hmm. Are you familiar with the new XCOM that's dropping?
1: Oh, yeah, I got that. Chimera. The one, one that's sent to me, Chimera Squad?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they
1: got me, like, last week. I just lo- lo- logged into Steam, but it was on sale, and I was just like... I was, I was like, I was, I'm
0: not going to talk about it. I want to see if he knows about this yet, because I just saw it like <laughs> when I was doing research, and it's a, it's a pretty new title announcement. It seems pretty crazy. Yeah, so I've been definitely looking into to to going back and playing the XCOM series, because I have not played the XCOM series yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. I am... I I'm,
1: I enjoy XCOM. I love it. Really, it's I have a sort of a love hate relationship with it because the game is kind of difficult because um, it's you're playing against the enemy. You're playing against a timeline, so you're not really free. Okay, you have the enemies doing shit, and you're the resistance is doing shit. And you have to build your squad and your base in the same amount of time while fending off the aliens. So it's very before you get a handle on the game, it's really easy to fall behind. And uh, it's it's just so easy to fall behind because your players can die permanently. So you can have a soldier that you've had for thirty missions. My G is a major. he has got full ranks. he has got everything all decked out. Best weapons. Everything dead on a mission. Gotta gotta replace him with somebody. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's it's pretty difficult, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's pretty dope. Uh, my favorite thing is about it, um, it's got some nice classes. You know what I'm saying? Especially the expansion, you get um, alien powers and all kinds of other cool shit, and um, the new expansion. Uh, it's not new at all. It's like two years old, but the War of the Chosen expansion, which is the latest latest one, for it comes out with like new gear, new enemies to fight, and new mechanics for the game existence. So, yeah.
0: So, so yeah, that, that that looks that looks uh, very interesting. So I'm looking forward to that. Um man, it sucks. Cause you know if Cyberpunk hadn't been delayed, we'd be playing that right now, right? <laughs> <That'd be here. laughs> it would be upon us.
1: That's funny. I don't know. I'm not I'm not with a third person at all, man. I'm not not even like I don't know. Can't do it. Can't do do a whole game where I can't see my entire character.
0: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, alrighty, so We'll go on into some other entertainment news, man. I was really disappointed to hear this. Um, Ellen has been just in this whole crisis; she's just not been treating her not her uh, unionized staff well at all. Really? Yeah, which that's is kind of surprising. Yeah, like you'll give money to strangers, bitch, but you won't fucking treat your staff well, the motherfuckers <laughs> yeah, who produce that's, that's the shit that surprising. you make. Like that's real. But that just—I mean, I've always said Ellen is a trash bag, but people don't people love like if you sing and dance in front of them boy will they live and not give a fuck about what you do uh behind the scenes man that's just out of control but that was sad i was like come on um other celebrity news i don't know what's going on with akon he's over here endorsing snitching like yo i think <laughs> i think six nine should get a pass and i'm just like come whoa on, whoa, man. whoa
1: whoa
0: like akon you have way whoa. more capital social capital than's needed to deal with something like this, but th- this one we're gonna have to just walk away from. We don't have to. We're yeah, no, not. We're not. We're not gonna, we're not gonna follow yeah, you down this then. road. All right. You know, I'm, wanna, I'm not gonna to slander Acorn you City. in public, but we're not gonna follow you down that road. Yeah, I still want to go to Acon City, but I can't go sign that. Yeah, all. not at all. Um, I don't know what's been going on with um Amy Goodman. She's a very uh popular uh news reporter on Democracy Now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like this whole coronavirus shit. I was watching her coverage and she was, she did a story in the beginning of her coverage and she showed this image of this family It was a sad image. And then in the end of the story, she's talking about a totally different com- uh, country and she shows the this same family, just a couple of shots from a different angle. And I'm like, my nigga, what is going on here with your coverage to be
1: fair to amy goodman she does not she doesn't produce that but she definitely
0: knows that she's the face of that like come on amy your guy you can't let your production team do that like you can't be using filler (laughs) images just to go but i've always you know i've always said that her shit in a time of 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 any kind of like tragedy becomes pure tragedy porn And I fucking can't stand that shit, bro Like, there's no good journalists Out there, there really isn't, I can't I can't name one journalist that I will wholeheartedly be like, yo, this is the person who I listen to. No,
1: nah, it's not journalists. It's that if you have a platform, you have to bend to the platform's rules, unless that's you're her the platform. One... No, Amy Goodman she's is the...
0: the top. She owns a Democracy Now from top down.
1: The, um, does she pay? Does she owns it? Like, yeah, yeah, or no, she, no, she the does. Head that's of her. It.
0: No, no, she. owns oh, okay. That. She then. started that. That was an independent platform that she made in like the '70s that she built up to what it is today. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, then she's just yeah. That's it, the only it's reason. the um Ninth times out of 10 i would absolutely acquiesce to your to to what you're saying that like it's programming bro you gotta like present the programming but she's the head of programming so it's like come on the buck stops at you so i get that yes there was a graphics guy who did that and and Philly figured let me fill out her newscast with do you know by duplicating images and using them multiple times but she knows that that's her reputation online because she's she's top down there she does Mm -hmm. all of the programming you know what i mean and so and and not for nothing, like, Amy has always taken responsibility for things like that. And so, yeah, usually it's like, I'd be like, aha, democracy now is trash. But it's like, come on, Amy, you've been, like, for decades. <laughs> and so for the past couple of months, to see how, like, how much fear mongering goes on on the platform, how much tragedy porn, it's just like, come on, like, Anytime that there's, like, you know, a drone strike that goes sideways, she loves showing images of shit like that. And I'm just like, you, you got to be able to report those kind of things without, like, trying to, like, tug on everyone's heartstrings. You know what I mean? Like, it really, I feel like it pollutes the um, the reporting.
1: Yeah, you're watching something you love fall to capitalism. Yeah.
0: <laughs> feel me doing what everyone else does because it makes the money. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so I just wanted to, I wanted to call her out on that only because like you got to call people out on stuff like that. Um because if not they're going to really honestly feel like no one's either notices or no one cares and honestly she's somebody who is typically very trustworthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I want to keep her honest in that respect. But um yeah, there wasn't too much other celebrity news other than the attempted Teddy uh, Riley versus Babyface uh, uh, showdown, which I had tuned uh, into. People
1: were disappointed about that.
0: Well, yeah, because Babyface came ready. <laughs> his sound was good. Had his music ready. You know what I mean? Was first of all, he was out cooling the shit out of Teddy <laughs> Riley, bro, because Teddy Riley was on his end Strategy. trying to be super extra. Yeah, super had niggas in the background. Had a DJ. Had like five mics, but he was his his audio was fucked up, and so ended up after the first round, second round was coming. Baby faces out there, just like, okay, that was a nice one. I like that, but I got some... You know what I mean? It's <laughs> smoothing the shit out yeah, of this yeah. nigga. Bruh, you know, making Teddy Riley look so extra, because Teddy Riley's over there filling his arms with his entourage while his shit is, like, echoing and reverbing and just sounding trash, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like... Because he was probably playing it off a speaker or some stupid shit. I, I, yes, it was way too loud, you know what I mean? Um, but all that extra ended up Causing them to have to shut it down for technical difficulties, and then and it, it, it was. And then Teddy Riley's over here with his, you know, he, he does like an Instagram video or a a clip, like a video. Of him you know <laughs> trying to apologize to the people and and say we'll do this again, and in the beginning <laughs> of the clip, he's yelling at someone off camera, it's because you can hey guys, like nigga, like really, like you made that clip, uh, nigga. Sweet. Why wouldn't you cut out right. the part where you're yelling
1: you at you can stop and make another one, bro? Come on, son. What's going on, bro?
0: He is so extra the epitome of the most. Yeah, that's it was ridiculous, bro. And it was like, listen, honestly, that's his brand. You know what I mean? Be extra. Not at the expense of the show, though. You know what I mean? If you're going to be extra, don't cause the show to not proceed because you are more concerned with your theatrics than you are with actually competing in this competition. You know what I mean? And yeah. and not to mention, he was the one who was pushing to make this some kind of paid event to get sponsorship and all this shit. It's like, nigga, you, you and your crew can't even get the fucking... IG live sound right. And it's like, my nigga, I'm, and I am not shading 13 year old girls at all. But 13 year old girls work this IG live shit like that shit ain't nothing. So why the fuck is Teddy Riley, an industry professional over here, fucking not capable of getting his shit together enough to just fucking perform with another legend who, as far as I know Wasn't particularly interested In doing this in the first place
1: <laughs> Clearly Teddy Riley wasn't either Teddy was trying to party
0: Yeah clearly <laughs> Teddy Riley was trying to do something else I don't really? know what he was doing But IG live was battling Was up. secondary Exactly
1: That's what that sounds like <laughs> But yeah Yeah I heard there was Bad people disappointed about that shit This one lady Yeah was about, about 400,000
0: people Cause when I <laughs> got in sucks. Yo when I was in there It was 400,000 people in the, in the IG live yeah, I only
1: remember that shit like shutting off and they were like stopping it for gaps and shit.
0: Yeah, it, it 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 was disappointing, but um hopefully it's a learning experience, but this is what I was talking about like I I wish there was some kind of standardization or maybe just like a device that makes that easier, but it feels like your phone makes it I don't know. I I, I think that it was mostly operator yeah,
1: yeah, that sounds like Teddy didn't give a fuck.
0: Yeah. That
1: sounds like Teddy wasn't getting paid for it, so it wasn't a priority.
0: Wow. If this was a ploy to get niggas wet, that was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to have everyone salivating for that shit? But, oh, sorry, shut down. And now you can say, hey, look, we had 400,000 people.
1: Yeah, I mean, you did say that he was trying to get... Get like monetize it when
0: everybody else was just trying. I believe to that that was the story behind it. That's just gossip now. You know what I mean? Like I don't mind gossiping. I just always have to let you know it's gossip because I don't want people right. to think I know what I'm talking <laughs> about when I don't.
1: Because first thing, as you were describing it to me, it sounded like he just didn't give a shit because he wasn't getting paid for it.
0: I didn't take that. <laughs> angle. You were like,
1: it's a gig. You were like, oh, it's a show. I'm like, it's only a show if you get paid.
0: Yeah, like you
1: feel me? Like it's one thing if, if a bunch of people was like, yo, we're doing this cool shit on Instagram Live. You down? Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing nothing that. But
0: that's what it is It was sponsored by Timbaland and Swizz So I don't know But I never I didn't take it it, Take into account That maybe he's just like Let me just fuck this shit up Real quick And get the (laughs) fuck out I don't know either But clearly it sounds like He was partying Yeah like I don't know It it just It didn't happen And so we're left here To speculate Because It's like It's what happens When you see someone Failing at something That they clearly Are capable of Mm -hmm, doing Exactly Like you see someone With two functional legs Acting like they can't Walk down the street And it's like Yo I don't know What's going on right now Are you gaslighting me Yeah Like what the fuck just happened Like yo Teddy Are you for real right now Like you literally Shut down One of the biggest Hottest anticipated Fucking IG live Battles Today, like, and there's been a lot of them. Like, this is there's exactly. been like five or six of them. And so, what far. kind of
1: technical issues? Because he could he have, nigga? What did your internet
0: go out? My nigga, like, my did nigga, you've you been you making service music on your phone. Like that nigga's been making music for so long. You think that he'd be able to get basic sound? Like, yeah, nah,
1: nah. The nah. ideas of it. And he started getting head off camera, and he was like, "Oh, gotta shut this <laughs> oh, down." Wow, <laughs> it wow, like, oh, new party. <sighs> That's yeah. crazy. Cause he, he just sounded like he just he wasn't into it. Or maybe was babyface beating that ass? Was everybody like? It was only, two, it was only like
0: two rounds in because it was reverb. It, his sound was bad the whole time. Like, but Damn. if you look in the IG live, Damn. like in the chat, I don't know. Me personally, I would say that if I was if I was Teddy Riley and I saw the response, because the thing is, is like you. He has hype, man He's reading, you know
1: Right, right You know, uh,
0: uh, yeah, scrolling chat Yeah, he's like reading chat. the stream and shit I don't know how you How do you gauge that? Like <laughs> You're in IG Live How do you know if your IG Live is hot? Is there a lot of heart emojis in I that? It's the that? Emojis I it's emojis Because you can't know. read the shit So he's trying to turn up But Babyface is is just not yeah. even phased by anything he's, he's just doing. In the zone. Yeah, and he's like in the baby face. So zone. if I'm Teddy Riley and I'm shaved, swinging my arms, and I'm reading the chat, and it's not like Teddy is the man, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's like, I'm just not in this right now. Let me not. <laughs> I don't. I, I clearly am not interfacing with this the way it's supposed to right now. Oh, shit. I'm gonna quietly bow out. You know what I mean? Because it, because like baby face, like. He was sitting down with some sound equipment. You know, some moderate speakers turned down to a reasonable light. like like he, he clearly came and had an idea of how right, it works. Like,
1: like he's done this before, like it's not as or first like he's day. watched
0: at least one of the other five <laughs> battles that's happened and realized, okay, there is limitations because this is coming in through my fucking phone. It's not even
1: that, but <laughs> if you work in sound, there's certain basic principles that you understand, you know what I mean? Like not even working Which in makes sound, me feel like, like he did that
0: on purpose. Like yeah. now that you say that, it makes me feel like, yeah, that nigga did
1: it on purpose. If you've been in the studio enough time you understand like some of the basics of sound you don't even really know need to know the specifics yeah man and so like damn teddy
0: yeah man That's fucked up man yeah as i said i mean i listen uh, typically in a public setting I, i'm not that uh i'm not that you know extra i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna be the center of the party unnecessarily unless Right. I've, I've, You know what I mean Garnered that kind of attention But I'm not gonna hate on the dude Who comes with all that energy Because that's the party I'm with it I'm that not mad Cuba at Teddy for that junior energy? Yeah you know what I mean Like somebody suck that baby <laughs> bro that is my favorite cuba gonna do your line. cuba energy bro, at this party what this party is too I, dead somebody needs to explain to me what the fuck was happening in that clip yo i've never imagined saying that out loud somebody's anyway, yeah, anyway sorry but <laughs> as a, the whole point of that is to say i'm down with that energy yo let's, party. let's get <laughs> let's get crazy but not at the expense of everyone Like you know what I mean yeah, Like the nigga who turns up so much and then up. wants to pull out the guy And start busting in the air like nah nigga now we can't party no more Cause the police are coming right. like, Why they would just you just the end the party down. we were all having such a good time You know what I mean That one nigga is like hey man put your pants back on What the fuck man god damn it Like come on Teddy Everyone's Why thinking. Teddy we was all ready to jam out <laughs> But yeah that, That's my whole gripe with the whole situation And why <sighs> Even if this were to happen, I I think that Teddy Riley would have a hard time getting the crowd back on his side because he he ruined everyone's time the first time. Damn. Yeah,
1: I mean I don't know fans. Your fans should, in theory, always come back to you. But
0: as long oh, no, as you yeah, show... I think he'll get the same viewership. I think the viewership for sure. I don't know if he'll be able to beat Babyface because. He'll have to oh, overcome yeah, that hurdle. yeah,
1: for sure. He would have to and go And Babyface is already ham. coming with
0: heat. You know what I mean? You don't want to take that kind of handicap in a battle with Babyface yeah, with hits. Sure. You know what I mean? That's ba-
1: a- with, with hits and swag. With
0: Babyface yeah, swag. Bro, don't let Babyface talk to your girl, bro. <laughs> don't let Babyface talk around your peoples, bro, because they're not his peoples. That's just how that rolls. Because I think nigga's got the infinite... Uh, he's got the... With that magnetism that charisma that is just inflappable bro but me. um it was funny because I heard other niggas talking about um I was listening to JBP let me not act like I heard some other niggas um <laughs> talking about it. and and I'm waiting for niggas to start approaching these battles more tactically because that's what I expected people to be doing at this point and I'm sure yeah. some people have uh had that in the back of their mind but like when somebody plays their when, when you're playing first you got to be careful. You don't want to play too much heat cuz a nigga not, might just yeah. give you the point. But like, nah, I'm not going to put up no heat against your your super heat, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm going to let that round slide. We'll entertain the people with a with a banger, but I'm not going to give you that that ultra fuego I'm going to wait till the next round. Feel me in the But that's why? I think that they should institute the rule that it alternate turn. Like if I go first, you go first to next round. And then I go first to following round. And alternate like that to prevent something like that from happening. Right. Because you could just... If a nigga gets ahead, like, say by round six, if I'm up 3-2, I'm doing that for the rest of the fucking match. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that might not be... That's not for the culture. You know what I mean? But the good thing is, though, because
1: it's like... I don't know. I feel like because it's with music, there's always and it's subjective. There's it is, always you, the 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 You chance could just Yeah, yeah right, you right. you can play, you know what I mean? You can
0: appeal to the crowd in the right way if you if you know how to do that. But it doesn't That's look like That's true too. Teddy's like, about that life. like when you have a when you have cr- cross-genre hits that the other person cuz like Teddy Riley could put some of his more up-tempo hip-hop beats against some of Babyface bigger records. Yeah. And that could just it's like we're here, we're jamming, I'm in the mood to hear what exactly. you're about to play and Babyface can't retort properly because Out-vibe he doesn't that He's nigga. only got a very limited repertoire at. You
1: feel me? He's yeah. just about taking your girl's panties off if you want to be like, "Yo, I want to take Even though turn that the is the up. most
0: important part. Let's not just <laughs> let us not let discount us not the discount the of fact the panty that panty is, that the whole point of this is of R&B pretty much. The panty drop. But there are other aspects to to, to consider. Just want to put
1: that in there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta remember the um, if if you, but it's it's all about like knowing how to sort of like play the vibe. But I imagine that's much harder on Instagram Live. Like if you're DJing for a room, it's much easier to read the room and be like, all right, I can play this and it'll slap. True. True. But when you're playing on Instagram, right? Like you said earlier, how do you gauge that? Do you tell by the emojis? Like, but in and,
0: and I ask that question genuinely Because there is a way to do it Because there's niggas who do it Really? Absolutely no let me tell you bro This IG live game is serious And I would have no fucking clue If it wasn't for the fact that Carolina's on top of it And she she follows a lot of the people On Instagram who go live frequently mm-hmm. And Nabi They know how to read that shit Damn, For sure for sure Because um, that should
1: be scrolling fast as fuck
0: br- You know what it is? It's a combination. And they're not reading everyone's. What it is is they know who the key people in their chat are. And they're just looking at the names. And they're waiting for those key people to to comment. And those key people direct. like Some of those people are people they know. And some of those people are people they've gotten to know through having read their own comment section. But you got to get to know the people who regularly jump into your live streams. And because like Tory Lanez is really good at that shit, I, I can't stand him, <laughs> but that's not to say he's not good at what he does, right? Right, you know what I mean? It was so funny. There was some shit on Twitter, and it was like, Name your rap, uh, rap pet peeves, and somebody's like, Long ass skits at Tory Lanez, and I was like, <laughs> My rap pet peeves at Tory Lanez. Um, oh, that's rude, man. <laughs> I mean, I can't defend Tory Lanes, but that's still me. No, but honestly, Tory like not for nothing. Tory Lanez is, is one of those people that I just I just think he's a toxic person, but he's very skilled. That's not to say he's not a very skilled rapper oh, yeah. and singer, yeah, yeah. for that matter. Even though his voice is so heavily autotuned, tuned I don't know if he could genuinely sing. I've never heard his voice without doctoring. But his music is, you know, that, that high pitch is, is you know, kind of like... The catch right now with that style of R&B So he's talented at it But he's just a toxic person
1: mm.
0: Like as a person I don't support him And in, in the type of vibes that he brings to places But um As a businessman and as a as a Rapper sure absolutely Um there's a lot to learn there but Anyway I don't know how this became A Tory Lanez, Um, really <laughs> He's just one of those people that Tory I usually will Lames. Take the time to take shots at him if I can that's fine. Just because that nigga that nigga is constantly bigging himself up. Like any interview, give it like 5 minutes and he'll he'll talk about himself and how good he is doing at something. You know what I mean? Anybody <laughs> right. who feels the need to comment that much on their own behalf, j- they need haters. Like they need <laughs> haters. Like that's people like that are, are 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 why haters actually thrive in the wild. Is because there's plenty of people who are just gassed up on their own shit. You know what I mean? Right.
1: So they and naturally they empower. Just create.
0: They they spawn. When they <laughs> when they say, when they say you make your haters, you only make them when you're a trash person. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because when you look at it, like like how many people hate on Ava Duvernay, I have no idea. And and, and and you would never you'd never listen to somebody who does because they're obviously an asshole. You know what I mean? Like right. you can be successful without being without making your haters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not to say that there aren't bigots out there, people who will just outright hate you because you exist I'm not saying that doesn't exist but i'm saying like i don't like tory lanes for very specific reasons about tory Lanez. i'm hating on his general brand you know what i mean right you don't right. have to make people that you don't have to make a brand that generates that kind of fandom true you know what i mean but hey i'm here to fulfill that that's why i got a platform <laughs> i'm here to provide that hate <laughs> oh absolutely vitriol. no nah, there's a place for it that's the thing is is like You never want to deny the breadth and width of of human expression, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Listen, part of that is saying that I don't like some shit. And that's okay. I don't wish ill on him because I don't like his shit. And that's not to say that if he were to put out some shit I like, I wouldn't say it. Absolutely. But nah. (laughs) That's not going to deter me from saying, niggas be trash when niggas is trash. (laughs) Trashy lanes. (laughs) Yeah um we'll move on to a couple of like uh politics and media topics before we move on um looks like uh they're starting to very actively entertain the idea that uh this virus could be the result of something coming out of that uh virology lab in near wuhan and i'm like (laughs) wait i thought it was the africans I'm pretty sure it was... Yo, my nigga, mad signs. <laughs> McDonald's is kicking Africans out. They're not renting. And I'm like, but what is the basis for this? Wait a second. How did they... Like, never underestimate the world's ability to shit on black people. Like mm-hmm. it, and, and you know what it is. It's And I really feel like it's because the African persona, like the image of, of African men and women in the eyes of people around the world is that of... Strength, fertility, and and it's an indictment onto themselves. Like they're like, damn, look at this. If that is such a strong virile, you know, human being, then what am I? <laughs> right. And so the, they have to turn it around and say, oh no, no no, they're dirty, they're barbaric, they they can't they can't have any. You know what I mean? Like they they have to find ways to be prejudiced against them because if not, it's an indictment onto their own inferiority, and that's sad.
1: Tear other people down to build yourself up.
0: I'd, and that man ain't nothing more American than that um and and it's just sad seeing it come so uh so openly and 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 widely from the Chinese people um because as I said, the Chinese have also contributed so much to infrastructure in a lot of places where black and African people exist and so it really sucks that we know that they are not doing this in our best interest definitely not (laughs) you know what i mean like all of that good that might come from that is completely ancillary they really 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 want it i feel like they're helping us fix uh our house so that we can stay out of their house Mm. (laughs) yeah it's like come on but you but but my thing is is like china has never shied away from starting chinese communities in places where they go out and and actually do things like there's tons and i'm not i'm not railing against this but there's tons of chinese communities in america that actually operate like little uh, you know cells of you know little countries onto themselves you right. know what i mean yeah culturally and economically and so it really would behoove them to just to, to be a little bit less hegemonic with the way that they they choose to treat their you know allies, I would like to say. <laughs> like would you call China <laughs> an ally to Africa? Like what no. do you call somebody who actively <clears throat> helps you to their own best interest? Because um. let me tell you let me tell you the average American has no problem with exploitation of that 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 level, and that shit is crazy. You know what I mean? Like what do you call that 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 neighbor? But that is the that is the unfortunate a looming
1: danger. A, a, That's what I call that neighbor, looming danger.
0: Yeah, but back to the to the topic at hand, the media is now starting to 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 seriously entertain these other ideas and it's like, listen. I was watching and gosh, man, it's just it's democracy now has gotten so bad. On some on some of this Corona coverage is ridiculous. They had this doctor on there, and they were asking, and he was like, "Listen, it is completely and wholly preposterous to think that this art this virus could have any kind of artificial origins." And at no point did somebody stop and say, "And what leads you to believe that?" <laughs> Hey, man, he said it with enough confidence that means nobody to be questioned rebuttaled. it once. And it's like, exactly. I want you to explain it to me because I genuinely want to fucking believe you. I want to believe that this is not something that is either a been accidentally released or purposely released into the public. But you fucking need to really convince me that this does not have some kind of artificial origins when there is so many plausible reasons why there could be a very you know, Obvious, you know, artificial origin to this. It was literally next to the outbreak was literally next to a lab that was testing on this very virus. Come on. Coincidence. Like you can't, and then you wonder why the people will not listen. It's because you're like, come on, media. Like, let's be, let's be obvious. Let's be sensible. If you want to convince people of your idea, then you got to do at least the baseline journalism or else you're doing exactly what, you know, Trump administration does, which is just, you know, disseminate just enough information to manipulate people. You know what I mean? And the left is becoming just as responsible of doing that, which they've always been, but it's becoming more and more blatant and more and more harmful. You know, it used to be that the the left would just lie to you so that they can get money, but in the pursuit of doing so, they would get <clears throat> some kind of political progress and in, in in motion things like that. It's completely profiteering at this point. Absolutely, the media, the the, the politician is all profiteering. It's um. It's it's trickling down from the top, man. And all it's doing is it's creating a, an environment for um, for control, because in that environment, the people who own the media outlets get to start to dictate the the because there's a, a, a there's a, a phenomenon that happens when you get a huge amount of people listening to the same few outlets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yep. and while I don't know if that was the intention of, of creating these media conglomerates, it's absolutely something that's being utilized today to create hegemonic thought around the country. And we need to do something about that. You know what I mean? As people, we need to inoculate ourselves. That's why I have certain principles. Like I don't, I don't let people who make money off of me have the final say in anything that I do. If you're making money off of me, at best, I'll listen to you. That's but I will nice. not overtly give you control over my life, nor will I just ham-handedly take anything you say without at face value. At face value. Yeah. Not going to do it. It's just one of those things that you have to do to inoculate yourself from being taken advantage of. You know what I mean? One of those things, never give up your rights. Never in any way, shape, or form that you can fight against. If you're given the option of choosing to control yourself or getting legislation passed to take away your rights, you're probably better off. Capitulating and not letting them legislate your rights. You're always better off. <laughs> no, but that's no, but and this—that's what this coronavirus is doing. It, it, everyone's like, give away your rights, give the liberties, tell the governors, lock down the cities. It's like, I if you know. can't get people to stay indoors, telling them about the genuine dangers of what's going on, locking down the city is not the right way to remedy that. But it, the the problem is, is that America is full of pussies. And I genuinely believe that like the average American, and I don't think that the people who listen to me are average Americans (laughs) because then you wouldn't be listening to me. But the average American you find out out there is deathly scared of any kind of illness that could ever become of them. Coronavirus or otherwise, they're deathly scared of the common cold. They, they, they lack the fortitude of dealing with any kind of emotional distress. And so you got to realize like, a lot of what's going on right now is a direct result of that, yep. of running from any kind of personal responsibility for their own life or the people around them, or of respecting other people's responsibilities for their own lives. They're running from that. And so it's not smart to let people like that dictate public opinion. And so that's just one of those things that it'll help inoculate you from some of the bullshit that'll pop up out of nowhere when it comes to like, when you hear, well, you know, we should lock down until 2022 to be safe. It's like, "Mm, that sounds like bullshit. You've given me no evidence to say that why that should happen. You know, you gotta be skeptical of crazy ass fucking authoritarian regimes that'll slide in. (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean in the court in in the guise of 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 corporate responsibility and it really is there is no such thing as corporate responsibility no. their whole they have whole departments designed to alleviate corporate responsibility Yeah, to turn everything into externalities let somebody else pay for that shit feel me but that brings me to another uh another uh, thought that i was having in Just something, some food for thought, things to think about is that, you know, the people who are responsible for the political and social um, uh, policies that dictate our lives to help, quote unquote, keep us safe, they seem to be in an ideological battle right now between how they want to exhibit surveillance control and medical control over the public. Because you have people like Bill Gates out there right now who are saying that we need to to find a way to, to vaccinate every human being in America with, with some Johnson and Johnson branded vaccine. And then you have Mark Zuckerberg talking about how we need to be able to track everyone and who they've been in contact with, to to, to track the uh, the the uh, spread of the virus and contagion. So now you this is this is two sides of a, a, a of a coin here, because you're very unlikely to be able to disseminate both of these things. You know what I mean? The 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 likelihood of a widespread vaccine and ID chipping everybody in this country. It's interesting, and I don't know if, if if Zuckerberg and and Gates are on the same page here. So it's going to be interesting to see how this happens because I'm not interested in either of those things. But they through these two programs, they will very effectively have control over every American. Yup, yup. They'll have all of your private information.
1: To be fair, Zuckerberg already has that.
0: Yeah, yeah, but he he technically has to keep your name separate from the data. Technically, yeah. Right. <laughs> technically. Well, because that's how he sells the data is that it's all technically uh, anonymous, so they're not tracking you individually. And part of the terms of service of Facebook, I believe, is that even though I'm sure that there's data points on Facebook that has your name attached to them, they've got to because they do targeted advertising, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't logged into
1: Facebook in forever. I sort of gave, more or less, gave up Facebook. I don't yeah. really use Facebook. I just I,
0: I, I'm tempted to start Instagram, but I'm not. I'm never going to start a Facebook. I don't think that that's going to be beneficial whatsoever. Um, but, you know, we'll start on Instagram, get y'all some pictures so y'all could uh, keep up with us in a little bit more in-depth of a fashion. But, um, yeah, no, 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 um, yeah. So we need to think about this. You know, where do you stand? You know, are you good with these vaccines? Because... Let's just put it this way. The current regime of vaccines that everyone gets to keep them healthy and safe, they didn't start out very well. Every time you start a round of of these kind of vaccinations that are meant to be given out nationwide, it usually results in a lot of fucked up stuff happening to start with. <laughs> because they, they developed the vaccines. I mean, the anti-vax movement started because there was an issue with vaccines. That's not to say that it persists off of a genuine understanding of how vaccines work. A lot of the issues that initially came around with mercury and things like that—they're not issues in today's vaccines. But they—the whole movement started from an understanding that these companies need to be held accountable because they, these pharmaceutical companies, do not actually do the kind of testing necessary to make sure that these drugs don't harm people when they come out. And the worst part is is that you, you, this happens across the world when it comes to vaccinations. That's why France is trying to test vaccines in Africa. Once again, why is the world trying to shit on Africa? Africa is like, "Yo, don't come, don't send no fucking vaccines here. Period. We don't want your fuck." This is another reason why the World Health Organization is so trash. Because right now, the way that they push these things is that the World Health Organization is going to deploy a bunch of humanitarian aid to a country to give them vaccinations of untested drugs. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, how are you going to act like an imperialist arm of the pharmaceutical company? You know what I mean? Get them free testing on a whole fucking nation of people who are unsuspecting, thinking that you're coming here to help under the guise of positive shit. That happens all the fucking time. You know what I mean? And and, and so, yeah, uh, the, it's just one of the, the things that I was talking about last time that it. there's so much fucking wrong with that organization. But there's it represents something that is so fucking important. And it's like, man, humans, we got to get some of this shit right. We got to start getting some of this shit right because we're getting a lot of it wrong, especially when it comes to this whole global community thing. We really got to start getting some of that shit right. Because we're getting to the point where, you know, dickheads are going to be able to really fuck some shit up because, God forbid, North Korea get a nuke. Mm-hmm. Like- God forbid, India and Pakistan go to war. God forbid, fucking Duterte get some weird shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. God forbid, Russia actually decides that we're more than just a, a geopolitical interest threat in their interest. You know what I mean? Like, let, let's start getting this global community thing right before shit gets really messed up.
1: Yeah. Our... our- our, our social intelligence is far behind our actual like scientific intelligence and it's yes. causing it's, it's going to cause some pretty big issues going forward.
0: Mhm. Very true. And trust me, I've seen it on a personal level and let me tell you it's going to be magnified a billion times over mm-hmm. on a on a on a, you know, on a like a global social level. But yeah. <clears throat> man, so did you there was a uh, an indian economist or i think he's indian american i apologize i don't mean to disparage him based on his nationality but Mm -hmm. there was an economist um who went on very successful um entrepreneur um i believe i want to i want to say he's a billionaire himself but he was going on uh i believe it was cnn and he was making the very valid argument of why it makes absolutely no fucking sense whatsoever to ever bail out any company because a company that goes into bankruptcy doesn't actually fail. They get sold off to the, the other shareholders. And the only people that, that lose money are the the risk investors. You know what I mean? It, you, you know, the company will still survive. They'll sell to either a bank or someone else who... We'll provide a loan to either the union or the government to purchase the business like no one's going to lose their job like own, no one loses their job because a, a company that's that large goes into bankruptcy and so it makes no sense to bail out all of these companies whatsoever you have to let them fail or mm-hmm. else the managers who are causing them to fail will never fucking leave and we're just going to create a cycle of economic failure and the government needs to stop doing this Unless it's showing that it's trying that that's its goal is to keep these people. Oh in yeah, economic solvency. At, at this
1: point, it seems like uh, uh, doing the bailout thing is so much more profitable than actually running
0: your own company. And so he pointed out this one statistic that was so egregious to me, I fucking damn near fell out of my chair when I heard it. That twelve trillion dollars. That was printed and given out to the company, to big business. So far, was enough to pay the entire American payroll for every single American adult. Everyone who has a job in America, period, who files and 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 is part of that number that they generate, you could pay the entire year's salary for every single American. Pay off every piece of student debt period, and still have $5 trillion to bail out the medical industry. So they don't give a fuck. They've given the industry more than enough money to have fixed everything. So this is the farce of the system. They have printed enough money to have bailed out the entire country for an entire year. And relinquish all student debt by paying it not just making it evaporate like they typically do with that, with, with that. by actually paying down all the student debt and still devoting $5 trillion to, to brace the medical industry for what they need to come in with ventilators, masks, and everything. This is the farce of our system. <laughs> if you want me to fucking vote in that system for a candidate that will not fundamentally change that, then you, my friend, are full of more shit than is capable of fitting inside of a human body. You are a Golgotha shit demon because (laughs) there is no fucking way that you can come to me and tell me that you have my best interest in mind and give me that piece of advice. That fucking system doesn't give a shit about me. Joe Biden would not have changed that. He would not have change that he would not have made that because when obama bailed out those banks did he he put any restrictions on them didn't put any requirements or regulations on them that made them give that money to the people those banks bought bought shares of companies that were they were invested in they they paid their ceos yeah the very ones that caused a crash the first And so you're trying place. to tell me the man who has said nothing will fundamentally change. That says that he is a, a referendum on, Biden, uh, uh, on Obama's legacy. You're telling me he's better than the current administration who just did that? Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> yo, Bernie or bust? Yo, d- listen. You want to vote? Go to fuck right on ahead. But do not lie to me about the efficacy of a vote in that fucking system, period. I'll do everything I can. Yo, listen, 99% of the problems in your life can be dealt with or improved on, at least, through local action. And so while I do not believe that national politics right now is even worthwhile for poor and brown people around this country... Get involved with something. I'm not saying remove yourself from all kind of political life, but just be involved in things that matter. Don't be armchair activists. Don't be the kind of person who thinks that voting in a national election is more important than your local election. Don't think that casting a vote for someone once a year is the only duty you have as a citizen to make your community better. Okay? Okay. Let's really be real about that shit. If you didn't vote, it's irrelevant whether you vote for or against Donald Trump. If you actually take the time out to do something in your community worth your while, that's my that's my take on it. Because I can't I can't tell people not to to vote. That would be malfeasance. <laughs> but I can't tell people to take time out of their day to do that. I'm not going to encourage you not to vote, but I'm not going to tell you to, to waste your time. That's your choice based on your economic best interests, based on your ability to interface with, with the problems that, that most heavily affect you. But yeah, um, it's just no fucking confidence in this fucking (laughs) system whatsoever. Um, Yeah. Um, actually, you know, I want to shout out to Michael Brooks, um, the Michael Brooks show. It's a podcast that I really, really enjoy listening to. Um, a it's a socialist podcast, but really it, it, it attacks a lot of philosophical ideas in a way that is geared towards actually, um, getting motivating people to do things in their lives it's part of the circle of praxis and i'm not sure if you're familiar with the term but Mm -hmm. praxis is the idea that changes is a cycle of events in which you input information you commit to a behavior and then you get feedback from your from your behavior from the environment And the point of practice is when you reflect on that, the totality of that cycle. And so that's an important thing to do. You know what I mean? And the Michael Brooks show is a great, uh, is a great um, show to, to, to reflect on the feedback you get from things happening in our political system. And he recently did an interview with Slavoj Zizek, who is one of my favorite philosophers, contemporary philosophers. Slavoj is amazing. I love his accent. Oh my goodness. I, I just, I love the way he thinks. He actually was part of, very much part of my own philosophical awakening, just on how to think differently. Like you really, really gotta think, we don't, American society doesn't promote thought processes that will will encourage you to think differently. And so Slavoj was part of me breaking out of that loop, but um, they had a really great discussion about um, wartime communism, and that's what worries me so much when um Trump talks about how he's a wartime president now. This is his, because it's an ideology, and with that, a lot of people, especially conservatives, kind of believe in this weird wartime communism (laughs) where they give up where where (laughs) they'll accept things from the government. That they would never imagine accepting in a normal time, like uh, like the war, uh, war Preparations Act, where they take over industries and tell them what to make. Like, that is anathema to every libertarian value of America. But in certain occasions, they kind of forego their normal values to allow for big governance like that. And they had a great discussion about that. And so I would highly recommend checking that out. But... um mainly as a point of food for thought of um, don't be scared into giving away your rights. Don't do it. And part of that is taking responsibility for important things in your life. Don't offload like be responsible for your own security, be responsible for your own productivity, be responsible for your own entertainment, entertain yourself. You know what I mean? Even if that means going out and finding things to consume for entertainment, be able to do that for yourself. Don't have to look at what's trending. Don't have to look at you know what I mean. It takes a certain amount of self development to be a good citizen as well. And so don't sacrifice that. But yeah, I think that's all we got for you today. I think we had a good one, man. That was there's a lot there's a lot to chew on there. But yeah, check out that fucking show, man. I really enjoyed that Kenya Barris show. Like it took me a while to get around to it, but it, Black F. Yeah, Black AF. It was good stuff. Um, with that being said. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Home Heron. Listen to my uh, rants and discourses online with the uh, people who managed to uh, see my, my, my comments and such. But yeah.
1: Catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G sound.
0: Yeah, and, and we're, we're definitely going to do some some Instagram stuff. I don't know if if, you're, if we're going to do going to convert yours into, but I think we're going to start Heron's Home General Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. so that we could, um, you know, as I said, connect to you guys just a little bit more viscerally. Listen, I don't try to stay away from the social network stuff because I don't want to connect to you guys. I just want to make sure that I do so in meaningful and interesting ways and not in trite ways. But hey, I hope you guys are getting a sense of that as it is. But yeah, thanks for joining us. i want to leave with these words. Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. And learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Have a great one, guys. Take it easy.